Hey everyone, Editor Wes here. So, funny thing, for some reason I'm getting an orphan block files error found, and the second half of this episode got corrupted. So, about 25 minutes of our first day of Otakon is kind of unsalvageable. However, I was able to salvage the first 25-ish minutes of it, and I thought we would still put this out. Don't worry. Next week's episode on night two and kind of the wrap-up of Otakon is perfectly fine. It is untouched. It is ready to go. You will get the full experience. But for now, please understand the technical issue that happened through Audacity's new update. And enjoy kind of our ramblings on about the early first day of Otakon. Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast live from an undisclosed hotel room at Otakon 2022. My name is Wes and I'm joined not by Demetrius this week, but we have someone to replace him. But first of all, my crackhead co-host, Saeed. Greetings from yours truly. Oh, I see. We'll explain the, the pun he just pulled off that he was saying he figured out at dinner. Uh, and... Special, of course, not replacing Demetrius, but joining us in lieu of Demetrius. Uh, special guest, I'll let him introduce himself here. Uh, it's friend of the show, Jim. That's right, friend of the show, Jim. He Let's has been, go. Let's go. Welcome, first of all, welcome. He's been to an Otakon before. This is Otakon number two for you. Two, yeah. Yeah, um... But first time kind of with the boys, a little little more crowded Otakon. This is Friday night, and of course, before we get into it, the first big thing is going to be a heavy, explicit warning here. This is going to be an explicit episode. Titties. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get those. Let's... Ass everywhere. Ass everywhere, especially at the restaurant we were just Jesus at. Jesus Christ, that was not good. Just hanging out. Just hanging out, but it is currently behind the, look behind the scenes, 11.04. Uh, just finished our day at the con. We're going to be recapping it. Uh, next week, you will hear us from the future as of our recording this episode as we recap day two of Otakon 2022 and kind of the end of it because you know nothing really happens big on Sunday we might might add a little bit to the end but that's that's next week this is this week so Otakon 2022 Jim how did we how did you and I get our passes here well you know we did the responsible thing <laughs> we made our decision early we were coming to uh, Washington yeah, 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 yeah. DC and let me just say it's an honor and a privilege to be on this program of course this of course we're glad to have you we ordered our passes early. We got them mailed. You know, like responsible individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, best, like, I guess you have kind of a smaller view, but Saida, someone that's been going to Otakon for forever, mm-hmm. best passes out of any convention we've been to, including those trash-ass whale Tatsukon yes, passes? for sure. Pass game on point. It's some holographic voodoo shit <laughs> on some Harry Potter Hogwarts invitation thing. Yeah. Katsukon needs to step it up. That's what I learned from all this. Otakon's always had pretty good passes. This one's just far and beyond better than anything they did before. Yeah. Also, shout out to putting the schedule on the back of the pass. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very helpful. Um, very helpful to help us plan our day out. But 
like Jim said, we kind of had our passes mailed to us. Uh, Saeed decided kind of last minute to show up. He actually decided to skip a concert by the weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I skipped the weekend concert, which I'm supposed to have gone to as of this recording tomorrow on Saturday. But I decided not to go and said come to Otakon. Technically, I could have went and came to Otakon, but yeah. it's just too much. Way too much. See, and so we I wouldn't were, be able to see uh, our lovely uh, Kaho Shibuya. Yeah. Shibuya Kaho. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow during yeah. the panel. That'll be an interesting one to discuss. But because you picked Saeed so late to come to this convention, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of had to face your, your big nemesis. Yeah, LineCon 2.0. Arch nemesis. I was in line for what, two hours, two and a half hours? Uh, almost two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. It wasn't nearly as bad. I wasn't as irritable for this one. I don't remember how long Katsukon's one was. Oh, we were over like three hours, I feel like. For that one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was moving pretty good. Yeah, this had at least a constant flow of movement. But yeah, I started off the day standing and being in line for two and a half hours. The boys... Wes and Jim were so kind enough to stick with me in the line. Of course. Up to a certain point. At least we get to a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we weren't with you the last 30 minutes. Last 30 minutes. That's fine. I was was enjoying hearing the conversations around me from random people. (laughs) Dude, our guy on the bike outside. Oh, oh my God. God. Talking about, uh, he'd be like, you ever heard of Jesus? Fuck. IRL NPCs. That's yeah. what they are. The guy was relentless. Dude, he had some lines. What was the one that I was just dying about? It was like, you can believe in anything in America. If you believe in peanut butter, you can. You gotta believe in Peter Pan. I was like, what, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about here? Meanwhile, you had street hustlers, like, selling the water bottle and beer straight out up in the open. Very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do what you gotta do, I guess. But The beer or the water are both? The water's fine. Yeah. There's no shop those guys had a liquor license oh, to sell geez. beer. <laughs> hey, but they brought Jim, their Jim's a lord, by the way. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to school with Jim. I went to law school with Jim. Um, but no, they brought the vibes. They had the speakers, and we finally we made it into the convention, where we met up with longtime other friend of the show and our personal friend Adil. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Adil. And met some of his friends, and then he kind of vanished into the air, as he tends to do. Classic. Classic a deal for him. He didn't get lost, though. He was with other people. So as far as we know, he didn't get lost. Um, and then that was kind of when it started. So our groups kind of diverged paths. Yeah, so I was what, on a mission uh, to, to film my lack of going to a concert. My logic, while I was talking to Wes and Demetrius about going to the con and not going to the weekend concert, was... I had an opportunity to experience a type of concert I've never had before, which is a K-pop concert, which I did go to, but I didn't stay for the entire thing. I stayed and only watched one group called Pixies. And after their performance, it was, their performance was nice. I, I enjoyed the fact that I finally got to witness K-pop performers perform live like an actual girl girl group that dances and all that stuff. Real girls. Yeah, real yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IRL girls. Legal. Legal, yes, 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 yes. That's important. That's important yeah. to know. But yeah, that was fun. The annoying part, though, was, and the, one of the main reasons I left and came back to find you guys at the uh, dealer, whatever was it called? The dealer's room. Yeah. The dealer's room was the people behind me were screaming so much in my ear. It was it was ridiculous. 
They were that uh, BTS is what if you're a BTS fan, you're Army. Mm-hmm. So Pixie is whatever they had. They probably were out in because it was Pixie's first time performing in the U.S. I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's big. Oh, one thing I forgot um, that I normally I would maybe think about calling this person out, but I couldn't for the life of me pronounce his name. Our Uber driver, oh. both of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dude. first one Saeed called. For some reason, just never wanted to show up. He started going the complete opposite <laughs> direction. It was like 10 minutes at one point, and it turned to 25. Yeah, so then I ordered one, and our man showed up on time. We're thinking he's good. Yeah. You know, he's got four, what, 4.9 4. stars? 9 on 40 rides. Uh, Impossible to pronounce name, but we're thinking this is going to be a nice trip. Yeah, and then it turns out his car doesn't have AC, and the man has BO like the dude that stood next to me at the Bradio concert a few years ago. It was rough. Speaking of B.O., right before we entered this hotel, those two chicks next to us outside, I was like... On the way back in? Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. I was sniffing to make sure it wasn't me, because I was like, (laughs) these people are ripe, dude. (laughs) But, uh... But shout out to the one guy that, I forget what it was, the dealer's room. He was having deodorant for, like, what, three bucks or something? Three dollar, dude. Three dollar a stick of whatever type of brand he wanted. Guys the Lord's work out there. Yeah. If anyone listening wants to make money, this is an untapped revenue source for conventions open up a massage booth i'm telling you people are tired they will kill for a massage yeah, yeah. feet are definitely in oh pain. feet huh are we talking about feet huh this is my yeah. bag I don't it's, it's my not bag. but uh so yeah so the uber driver uh that was kind of a miserable 50 minutes but so yeah so you went to the concert pixie mm-hmm. all in all good experience yeah really really cool yeah so while he was Dancing there was on point it was, oh, it was, was it? scary yeah Oh man, that's the one part I like really want to see from it's a K-pop so group. It's so impressive how they can dance. I'm and then they're to... they're breathing really heavy after after one song. They're they're like talking or broken English or whatever. Yeah. They go right into another song while singing and dancing. Like, how are these people doing this? Hey, they're it's younger. Like stamina, dude. They're it's a younger ridiculous. K-pop group though, right? So. Yeah, they're a newer one, but they're age-wise, they're like mid, like early twenties, mid twenties. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Legal, like you said. Legal. <laughs> uh, but so while Saeed was there, Jim, you and I decided to explore the uh, dealer's room. Definitely a lot more people or a lot more vendors in the dealer's room 2020. But Saeed, I think you might have noticed it too. A lot of the vendors that are typically there, maybe they'll be set up tomorrow. There's a possibility that they'll be set up tomorrow. It was but, less pretty. Yeah, like the Bluefin booth wasn't there with all the crazy decorations. The Pony Canyon booth that's had like all those lanterns and stuff isn't there. Funimation wasn't there. Like I think we were spoiled that one year when they did the Dragon Ball thing. Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. Crunchyroll not there. Yeah, Crunch because yeah. they have their own convention. Like, there. I feel like less and less the industry people. And I don't know if it's because this is proximity to San Diego Comic Con. Which was last weekend. That makes sense. Um, where I know for a fact, like, Bluefin Tamashi Nations was there. Yeah, but it's not like these companies don't have six employees. It, they yeah. can send different teams to different places. Yeah, so I'm just not sure. Like, may, hopefully tomorrow, fingers crossed. Like, there were more booths there. Like, the video game, the retro video game booth I liked was there, even though I didn't purchase anything from it. The Japanese magazine booth was there. And there was still a lot of space where it looked like people hadn't fully set up or weren't there to set up yet. So still be, still be good. But yeah, we walked the dealer's room, uh, made a few purchases there. So I think I, I made the first purchase. I bought a The World Ends With You figure. 
at MSRP that I wanted, by the way, uh, after having seen it for $50 over MSRP at two different booths. So I was pretty pumped about that. And then I uh, got a couple things from my sister that I'm not going to say. I guess I could say because this episode comes out after. She's going off to college. Congratulations, my sister. So I got her and I like matching handmade teacups. You know, a little sibling thing. And then I got her a boba stuffed animal. Very nice craftsmanship, I must say, on the on the teacups. Yeah, very nice. Um, hand-painted. Yeah, hand-painted. It's sick. And then that's everything I got there. And then Jim actually made the second purchase after my figure. So I'll let you say kind of what was going on with that. Yeah, so I'm a big My Hero fan. Um, I've been looking for an All Might figure for a while. And I saw this one forget which vendor it was. You had said they were pretty respectable, though. Yeah, yeah, they were a pretty good vendor. Um, They're there all the time. And Wes actually spotted it on the top shelf. It's, um... What is that? All Might Grandista? Yeah, so... Manga it, Dimensions? Yeah, it's one of the Manga Dimensions Grandista ones. Yeah, I don't know. How tall would you say that is? Oh, it's over a foot. It's over a foot tall. Good size. Good pose. Um... I'd probably say it's 12 inches, actually. The, Maybe a little more. The one I... It's 12 inches. You can compare it. Here, let's let's do a live foot comparison to say right now. It's up. No, no, that's the box. I would say it's just at 12 inches, if not just a hair. Maybe 13 inches. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I do... I myself have this figure, so I highly recommend it to yeah, anybody. It, uh, it has that cell shading, so it looks like kind of like what the manga representation is. Oh, it's painted, right? So it's colored. Um, very beautiful, in my opinion. The initial person that I talked to in there, because the price isn't on it, right? So I had to ask somebody to like price it. And she said it was, she thought it was 100 And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I'm going to drop 100 on this. She almost fucking lost a sale. That's what she almost yeah, did. Yeah, she almost did. So then she asked one of the other associates there to price it. And it came out to 80 And I was locked in for 80 yeah, nice. that's that's huge. Um, so then we, we kind of got snacks. We got like some chicken tenders and fries. Saeed met up with us. We decided before dinner we'd go to the artist alley. And, you know, there for our trip tomorrow to the artist alley, there are quite a few places, I think, that we have spotted out. Yep. I made a couple purchases. I got a Dark Magician sticker, a pin that I liked. Uh, and then Jim and I both made a purchase. Uh, we got an incredible Pokemon art print, and Saeed, you have the, can you, oh, can you look up, because, so this person, shout out, yeah, give a shout out, because this, this individual, this lady, never seen her at any convention before, haven't missed a Otakon since 2016, that has happened, and have been going to KatsuCon since 2019, yeah, shout out to Lunarum, L-U-N-A-U-R-U-M, yeah, um, we got there. It was one of the last booths we saw. What time was it? Probably like 7.30-ish, 7.45-ish? Yeah, and... It's been later. Man, that was crazy. Yeah, her shit, first of all, inc- incredible. Sorry. What? You can copy and paste picture text? What is this? Oh, Dude, it's iOS 15, come on. Oh, my God. Anyways, her art... Absolutely incredible. The prices were a steal, man. Yeah, so this the is... The prices were such a steal that by the time we got to her at, what, we're going to say 745. Yeah, we'll say 745. There must have been, what, a dozen of her prints that were sold out? Yeah. Would you say? I mean, numerous prints sold out. So she she does, she does like this 
interesting, I want to say, meld of traditional Japanese with, like, Pokemon, Monster Hunter, Godzilla, that type of thing. And then she has special, like, black and white traditional Japanese ink drawing of Pokemon. And Charizard was sold out, like, Lugia was sold out. There were so many sold out. But the pricing, like you said, Saeed, what was it? 25 for one? It was, it is, it was 25 for one. One for each. 25, yeah. two for 50, three for 70, four or more for 20 each. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, that is cheap. Yeah. I Jim got his. What did you get? You got a... I got Gyarados. Yeah, he got Gyarados because the black and white ones they had left. And you can check Instagram because I'll be posting some of the stuff that... In fact, I'll probably be posting a whole haul that combines everything that we got uh, by the time this episode is out. Um... But Jim got the Gyarados. The other black and whites were an Arcanine, a Charizard that was incredible, and an Umbreon and Espeon. And I had to go back and buy the Arcanine. I was yeah, because uh, there's fear of losing, not losing, but like being sold out by the time we get there tomorrow. Yeah. I Major think, FOMO with this vendor. Yeah. Or this artist, I should say. I think she, again, Lunarum, that was her name. Yeah. I think she... Grossly, again, first time, and we spent a lot of time in these, in these yeah, artist yeah, alleys yeah. and dealers room. First time ever seeing her in like six years. I think she one underpriced it. Like when I bought the Arcanine, I we all three of us were like we would probably pay thirty five to forty dollars, if not maybe upwards of fifty, depending on certain pieces. Um, and I think she also grossly underestimated how many people would be into her style. You're just the stock amount of the prints, right? Yeah, it was. Shout to her. Easily a top five, I think you said, Jim. Yeah. At the Artist Alley. Um, there There's are so many cool stuff there this year. Oh, my God. Talent level is incredible. I walk around this room, and I just think I am a complete idiot. Because <laughs> just... I can't I can't do anything that these people can do. The, the stuff that they can create with their own two hands, I, I wish I had that ability. And I just don't. Yeah, and I said I'm done spending. Uh, all... Oh, man, it's going to be tough because there are... We stood at one booth and flipped through the entire book, and I would purchase legitimately maybe 90% of what was in that book. The, the, the two, buy two, get one free one? Yeah, 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 yeah. the buy two, yeah, get yeah. one free. I would, where you got your Berserk one from? Yeah, so I, I got the um, I got a Berserk Guts and Griffith art print from them before. It looks sick. Which is awesome. Can but, I just say, there's a... I mean, there were numerous incredible guts pieces at various artists' booths. Which is the one cool. facing awesome. four with the half half helmet. Oh, are you gonna get that yeah. one? I'm probably gonna get that one. Yeah, it looked like a manga. It looked like a manga panel. Like they were just the art. I guess we'll talk about that before I move on. The level of art I feel like has been stepped up. Yeah. Um, one hundred percent. There were, of course, the booths that um i didn't really see a lot of people at Mm -hmm. and i could tell it was of lower quality like things there was one where someone had a charizard that was like breathing fire and i was like i don't know about this but on the whole this is probably the highest level of art i've seen at an artist alley i think i can comment i people want the bigger prints and stuff they like know right so like you got like your major anime series, right? With their major characters. When you have like an artist who, and it's no like, mm-hmm. obviously it's incredible work, right? Like I, I can't do that. 
but they kind of like create their own anime inspired things. I yeah. don't think people want that as much and combine that with it's usually like a smaller like yeah. maybe a little larger than a postcard size. Yeah. You're just not going to see the traffic that somebody with a guts piece is going to get or or yeah. you know like the major like spy family piece. How many spy family art artworks have we oh, seen we'll, throughout we'll talk the spy family. There were some good ones though. I'm there was I'm a lot really of spy like fuck. I kind of want some of these spy family ones. But yeah, it's tough, like like you said, Jim, seeing the people with their own like OCs that they're drawing or like crocheted cat ears and cat tails. It's like a very specific audience. Yeah, that's not to knock those artists, right? You yeah. wanna you you need to create what you want to create. That's how you produce your best work. But you gotta with that, you have to understand that maybe you won't see the foot traffic that some of the popular series are gonna see. Which can be tough because you gotta pay a good amount for these booths yeah. yeah, just to be able to have the opportunity to sell there. I think you said, Pascal, what, 500 a day? Pa- I didn't actually see Pascal Productions, but there were places that were setting up mm-hmm. for tomorrow still, so he could be here tomorrow. And that's, shout out Pascal Productions. Uh, we've talked to him a few times. He's liked some of our stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's dope. He's dope. He put some cool watercolor stuff on paper. Yeah. I know I told you guys I was going to go get some figures and some art. After going to the artist, I'm like, how can I spend money on figures when I can get more more of this cool art? Yeah, and I think, Jim, you and I were talking about it. Like, some of these figure prices this year. Oh, my God. It is. Oh, outla- my God, that it's Kaido? Out- it's yes. outlandish. So they had a figure art zero Kaido that, what was that? Back in May, when my buddy Andy and I got Korean barbecue, I sent a picture to Saeed mm-hmm. and it was at an anime store right next to the Korean barbecue place and it was 180 and they had the Kaido in a damaged box and I was like let's just ask because Saeed was like it would be a buy so I go up to the dude and I'm like how much is this Kaido and the dude no shit looks at me he's like yo 350 but if you really want it I'll do 270 yeah. if Saeed really wants it he can go yeah. 30 minutes away from his house yeah yeah and this was an issue I had at KatuCon and an issue I had at Otakon the year before, where I can find stuff much cheaper online, like significantly cheaper. So Blackluster Soldier figure I got, I bought on Amazon for 190, selling here for 260, 270. Um, with figures you can always deal hunt. So mm-hmm. I see you, Said, with the artists. Like, you're not gonna find a Lunarum piece. I can only find it there or through their website, which also like if you were walking around. If like there's a specific vendor besides this lunar lady, we can look at their um, catalog online and become fans of them that way, and maybe buy more in the future as they create more. Yeah, we don't have to technically wait for every con to get art. We can probably get a year, like around a year. Yeah, like the other big example for me with figures was I bought this Gogeta figure online before the con for sixty bucks, and it was eighty five here. And any, what would you say is is the dealer room even worth going to? I, I enjoy going to the dealer room because I feel like it sets a tone. Mm-hmm. Like you get around, you get to see what's popular. You there's get also to see. An, there's an energy about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot of people make that, even if they're not going to buy anything, they make that their place to go because you see the popular like merch. Are there still things you think are worth buying at the dealer Like what's... what's... I, so for me, like personally, as... Probably the biggest merch collector, like, figure-wise, out of all of us, including, like, Demetrius and our other friends. 
if there's like a markup of 15 to 25 bucks, I won't have a problem with that. But more and more with like how available anime figures are becoming. Like before you'd go to an anime convention, like 2013 Anime Expo, and you'd buy stuff on there that like you couldn't find on Amazon or like Big Bad Toy Store wasn't stocking or something. But like now retro stuff? Yeah, but now anime is just so popular. Like you can find you can walk into Target and they have an anime toy section. I still think there's something to be said for the for the experience of handling the product at the convention yeah. purchasing it at the convention like deal it's, hunting it's yeah it's like a little more fun than just like making another routine amazon purchase you know yeah. what i mean yeah like it gives me the memory like part of why demetrius and i've talked about this before where uh he's been like not in any shade but he's like rather than a figure i'd buy like a ticket to this concert or something and for me when i look at my figure collection it's like i have memories behind each figure from conventions I've been to but sometimes the markups are just so insane like that dude was asking double the price and like if it was a $20 figure and he was asking 40 that's fine but it's a $180 figure yeah. he was going it's already f- expensive yeah like we saw figures that were like thousands of dollars on display I don't think I've ever seen that what was yeah. that $2,600 oh was that the preserve yeah there were a couple preserved pieces there was like a Guts versus Zon that was 2600